There are two alternatives for those of us who claim to trust Christ as Savior and Lord. One of those is to press on toward maturity in knowledge and faith and hope and holiness. The other is to drift slowly into indifference and dullness and eventually destruction. And one of the great errors of this church was that they thought there was a halfway point where they could stay as professing Christians, not pressing forward and not drifting backward. But you see, there is no such place. That's the point of the book of Hebrews. Either we press on toward the inheritance or we drift back toward destruction. Now, my friends, that was John Piper. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. I'm Neil Parks. Let's start uh, today in chapter 2 in the book of Hebrews. What we see here is a signal that the church was starting to drift away from the truth back then. So, verse 1 says, We must pay the closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. So they had started to drift with the current of the world, instead of rowing upstream toward holiness. Now, verse 3 suggests that they were beginning to neglect the greatness of their salvation. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Question mark. So they were not paying much attention anymore to what it means to be a Christian in the real world. They were drifting and neglecting. So here we are today in chapter 3, and verse 6 suggests that they were losing a grip on their confidence about the future. So it also says, We are his house if we hold fast our confidence and pride in our hope. That's verse 6. If we hold fast. So evidently there was danger as they were not holding fast to their confidence and hope. So here we have it, drifting, neglecting. Letting slip, you could say. This is the opposite of perseverance. The opposite of hanging in there over the long haul. So look what verse 12 through 14 is teaching us. Show us again what, and showing us again what the danger is. Verse 12 says, Take care, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. So their drifting and neglecting and slipping could result in a falling away from the living God. Now they're not taking care the way they should. He goes on in verse 13, he says, but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today, 
that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Evidently, their conversation was only about the world. All they talked about was the twins and the stock market and problems at the office and at home. They had lost the urgency of exhortation in their daily conversations. Sin was starting to deceive them, and this neglect of God's guidelines was causing them to drift and slip and lose their hold on joyful, vibrant confidence. And that is terribly dangerous. So he goes on to say in verse 14, Because we share in Christ, if we hold our first confidence firm to the end, Hanging in there, he's saying, with confidence is utterly crucial if we hope to finish the race. So over in chapter 4, verse 1, it says that some in the church are in danger of not finishing the race, not getting to heaven. Uh, Verse 1 in chapter 4 says, While the promise of entering his rest remains, let us fear lest any of you be judged to have failed to reach it. So what he's saying is that some had become so negligent and careless in their spiritual walk that they had no godly fear about what was at stake in their daily lives. They were just drifting along with their headsets of the world in their ears, feeling secure, while God's messenger was crying out from the shore that the Niagara Falls of judgment was approaching. So this is what our text suggests in chapter 5, verse 11. It goes on in verse 11, About this we have much to say which is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. So in their drifting and neglect and carelessness, their spiritual ears had become dull. The Bible was becoming uninteresting. So their desire for the teaching and preaching of God's word was fading the energy to think and ask questions about the most important questions in the world was seeping away. And in its place was a kind of spiritual sluggishness and insensitivity. Things of the world were becoming more exciting and attractive than the Word of God, the greatness of His salvation. So in chapter 6, verse 1, This is suggesting that this church had lost its zeal to press on in the Christian life to maturity. It says, Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrines of Christ and go on to maturity. That word maturity is huge. The church was beginning to feel that progress to maturity and growth Holiness was optional. It wasn't really necessary in the Christian life, so they were just drifting along on past attainments. 
and all the while becoming dull in hearing and deceived by sin and hard in heart. Look at the resemblance in chapter 10, verses 23 and 24. This shows some the same danger. Chapter 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. You see, they had the idea that hope was a kind of automatic thing. It just sort of happens to you and and stays with you. But see, the writer here in Hebrews says, on the contrary, hope was, hope has wings and will fly away as soon as you let it go. Keeping hope is a very active thing. And the same with love and good works. So if we drift, we drift away from love. If we're going to be a loving community, we must stir each other up. All our natural tendencies are downstream toward the ocean of selfishness. So if we're going to live upstream in the clean, cool waters of hope and love, we must actively hold fast to hope and actively stir each other up to love. Drifting and coasting and inactivity in spiritual things is very, very dangerous. I say, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come to you today, this very day. We come, we come repenting, Father God, when we take for granted that we can be associated with the world and just coast along. Father God, I lift up every one of my believers here today listening to this podcast, including myself, Lord. We just come and we, we need you, Lord. And we need your counsel, Holy Spirit. We need to understand that we just can't just walk along and think that everything is all right. We've been left here on planet Earth for a purpose. And it's not just to think about about heaven and eternity. It is to be used as a vessel to be for you to be glorified, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just pray right now that we we take a serious, serious look at what's going on around us, Father God. And I pray right now that we would be more attentive in what we're called to do, and that is to be vessels to be used regardless of the circumstances. And we do this in Jesus' precious, precious name. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, it's been good today, and I can't wait till the next time out. So I'm glad that you're here, and I just pray right now that this message in Hebrews will touch you and it will minister to you. 
So it's been a great study we have here in Hebrews. Until next time, I would say, just keep pressing on. I'm Neil Parks.